What's up, everybody? Long time no here. Uh, so sorry about the wait. After I got back from the cruise, I had to hit up the CDL training and taking my computer tests and all that, and and then get rid or get ready for another trip. And so uh, it's been a little hectic here. So anyway, episode eight. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today I'm gonna be talking about our cruise. So. Um, we took a uh, Carmel Breeze boat out of Galveston, Texas, which Galveston's only probably 30 to 45 minutes away, depending on uh, traffic, and um, took a seven-day cruise to Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel uh, with the in-laws and had a blast. It was, uh, it was our daughter's second cruise, our son's first. I see my third, my wife's, oh gosh, fourth, fifth, sixth, and my in-laws can't even count that high. Um, but Carnival Breeze, so so cruising overall, I've not always been a big fan of cruising. I've, I've sort of thought cruising is sort of a, a lazy man's vacation. Um, you know, I would rather spend more time typically going out to, you know, let's say one city and spending seven days in one city exploring the city than... than technically spending the majority of the trip traveling. However, I will say this cruise definitely changed my outlook on cruises, especially now that I have kids. Um, I think the uh, customer service that we received on this cruise has gone up so much from, uh, from our previous ones that it's really going to make me rethink uh, my idea of, of, of cruising in the future. So, uh, so stay tuned. I'm, I'm going to break down the cruise into a few different aspects and talk about the destinations and uh, hope you all enjoy it. So after this cruise really, really changed my mind on, on how I feel about the, uh, um, this type of vacation, I will say this is probably the quintessential family vacation uh, or at least a quintessential American family vacation nowadays. Um, now that I have two s small children, um, I think the amenities that are offered and the ease um, and really just not really having to do a whole lot of worrying and thinking, I think that's what makes cruising such a awesome vacation for families. Um, for example, you know, you really don't have to think about, you know, where am I going to go eat tonight? You know, how am I going to get there? Whatever else with the cruise, you know, when you, when, when you sign up for the cruise, they, they will even tell you, you know, you're going to eat, uh, early dining, late dining, All right? Uh, you know, this is going to be your table every single time. This is going to be your waiter or waiters every single time. And so, you know, that really takes a load off, you know, a family of four, a family of five, you know, having to stress about what's going to happen, you know, and I mean, all you have to worry about now is, you know, what time do you want to wake up, <clears throat> you know, hit the breakfast buffet or what time do you want to um, go eat lunch and are you going to have the buffet, you're going to have, you know, pizza, Indian, whatever else. So, um, so it really, it really does take a load off of, you know, sort of the planning that, that you would have to do in a normal vacation. Um, other aspects with the family side of it, the kids club. I mean, this is a awesome opportunity for you to go take your kids, let them interact with other kids, play with toys, be involved with activity, uh, activities, uh, do arts and crafts, you know, whatever the options are that day at kids club. And then it gives you parents an opportunity to go off 
and have either some alone time, just you, have some alone time with your spouse, um, you know, or or even you know, kids club on the boat while maybe you and your husband or you and your wife go out and do an excursion at the port. And so there's, you know, it's it's so nice not having to worry about you know, taking your kid off the boat or taking your kid with you everywhere. You have this built-in babysitter option uh, where the kids are still going to have a blast. Um, This trip, they even had the kids club uh, certain ages up, learned to dance, and then performed a dance in the theater with the rest of the cast members, which was really, really cool. It was probably the, you know, one of the highlights for my daughter during the entire trip. Um, So, you got that, and honestly, you know all the other amenities that they've you know sort of added over the years for my first cruise has really made it, you know, a really fun trip to go on. Um, so next section, I'm going to talk about the food, break down into my favorites, my least favorites, uh, and what have you, and uh, and hope y'all enjoy. So I've not always been a fan of of the quality of food that you know it are on cruises, you know, you definitely have the quantity. You can eat as much as you want pretty much at any establishment, um, you know, but was always sort of left wanting more with quality. And I got to say, Carnival has definitely added some elements um, to their food services that, that, that really make the trip even that much more, uh, um, you know, fun. Um, so on the Carnival Breeze, which we took, you know, pretty dang big boat, um, you know, besides the buffets, they had an Italian restaurant, steak restaurant, which I didn't go to either one of those, but they did have the Guy Fieri, uh, burger joint and also the Guy Fieri barbecue joint. Uh, we ate at both. I would probably say the burger joint may be the best food option on the entire boat. And they have the uh, preparation of the food down to a science, you know, you don't really have to wait very long at all. Even if there's a big line, it probably went through, you know, as quick, if not quicker than any other uh, food service on the boat. You know, they have just a limited amount of, uh, of options for you to select, um, but they're all absolutely high quality. And I really wish I would have eaten more of the burgers on the trip because I think I only ate it one day there. Um, the French fries there, outstanding. Um, you know, all the little accoutrements, you know, the the little toppings and everything else and the sauces on the burgers were absolutely, uh, excellent. Uh, I would highly recommend if any, y'all take a uh, carnival cruise line that has the, the, uh, guy Fieri burger joint, you know, check it out, go on the, you know, first or second day possible that way if you're on a short cruise, you know, uh, if you enjoy it, you'll have many opportunities later on to go, um, now with this barbecue joint, I was not a super big fan. Um, I thought the sauces, especially, were a little overtly sweet. You know, I've lived in Memphis, uh, I lived in Texas, you know, traveled to Kansas City uh, a lot of times, and so you know, I'm familiar with three of you know the four or five big barbecue groups, and um, you know, the sauces I didn't think really worked that well or fit you know any specific. Uh, barbecue category and just wasn't really super you know pleased but of the meat options the protein options um i will probably say the the pulled pork was probably my favorite um i believe i had sausage i may have had some brisket potentially as well uh but the pulled pork they put a sauce on top that was more like a a carolina vinegar sauce i believe and um 
was probably the tastiest of the options. They had some some bread. I think my son got a um, got a hot dog or a smoked sausage there, and the bread was eh. I mean, it was okay. Nothing really right home about. Uh, other food options. My daughter is a big fan of Asian food, so we tried out tried out the uh, the hot walk uh, or whatever it was called restaurant, and um, she she absolutely enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. Um, I thought the deli is very underrated. Um, you know, it's made to order, so you know the quality you're going to get there is going to be a little bit higher than on the buffet. Um, so if you're a big fan of sandwiches, which they had anything from Rubens to to hot dogs to you know turkey clubs and all all of that, um, check that one out. Uh, the pizza place, which is 24 hours, you know we we ate there a couple of times. Uh, due to my son, my son absolutely loves pizza. So and the pizza was was fairly decent. It was a uh, Neapolitan style, so um, so pretty thin crust. You know, simple ingredients. They had four or five different options. Uh, I believe we had either pepperoni cheese or they also had a uh, a mushroom pizza there. So pizza place, pretty good. You know, I wouldn't call it great. The one restaurant that really caught me off guard just because I didn't know that it was going to be there would have to be um, the Indian restaurant, which I believe they call it the Tandoori uh, restaurant. So I'm a huge fan of, of ethnic foods. Um, and Indian's one that, I, that I've just, in the last few years, been trying to, to get into more and more. And uh, I ate here twice, I believe, if not three times. And every time it was excellent. They had anything from, from kebabs to... Um, to cheese and vegetables, sauced dishes, um, sides, sauces, um, you know, a big variety for such a small uh, restaurant there on the boat, which it was in the back of the boat right across from where the pizza place was by the, uh, by the pool that's on the back of the boat that's a little bit more quiet. Um, so if you're you know, feeling adventurous or just really enjoy Indian food, do not hesitate to try uh, the the Indian restaurant there on the boat. That it was probably it was probably my second favorite uh, restaurant there on the boat behind the burger joint. So highly suggested. Um, and then from there, you know, the dining at the main restaurant, um, which I, I know there's technically two. Um, you know, we had some excellent dishes. I thought the, the dishes there at dinner were, were a little bit better quality than what I'd had in the past. Um, and my daughter, especially, she was able to be, be very adventurous with her eating there, knowing that, you know, if she didn't like it, there was always another option that she could choose from. And, um, if you have any food allergies, so my mother-in-law, she is allergic to, um, sulfites and you know sulfites are almost in every seasoning they're in wine you know they're in so much things that we commonly eat in our american diet and so she's constantly um, having to make sure that that stuff is cooked in, in a particular fashion uh so as not to you know cause her to have an anaphylactic reaction and have to be seen by medical staff or even worse and so those y'all with food allergies i will say that you know the cruises do not take that lightly they are big time uh, about getting with you on a daily basis and making sure that not only do you have your stuff ordered for the next day exactly how you want it, 
but then they do an amazing job of checking back with you post meal uh, to see how everything is and even during the meal they'll they'll make sure that whatever you want or whatever you wanted if it's not up to your satisfaction they will try to try to fix that as quick as possible um but just talk about some of the meals um one thing about the dinners that I don't remember them doing previously, but maybe they did. But they, uh, anytime we got either close to our port or the night of being at that port, they would have some type of meal that was sort of representative of the diet or the uh, or, or the culinary culture there. And so that was interesting. Uh, I believe the night before Roatan, they had a um, Honduran sort of themed food and then they had another one right before belize and another one at cozumel and you're able to try some things that you know you're not normally going to have on a cruise ship and they were all done pretty well um but my daughter going back to her being adventurous she loves seafood she loves sushi so not only did she try the sushi restaurant with my wife i think the last full day that we were on the boat but uh but she she pretty much ate her fill of shrimp and shellfish at dinners. I, I believe I believe she ordered seafood every single night, and nine times out of ten, it was shrimp. She had crawfish, she had lobster, um, but she even you know broke out of the seafood box and tried some other things too. She tried snails, she tried uh, ox tongue, uh, which is one thing that I ordered and, and had her try it, and she she really really enjoyed it, um, and so. You know, there was just a, a very, very good variety. You know, they, of course, had a few staples there every night just in case if the stuff that they chose for that night, if it was a little too adventurous or just not quite a person's taste, they all, always have, you know, a steak option, uh, vegetarian option, chicken option, maybe a pork chop option. Um, and all of them were really, really, really well done. Um, so, so thoroughly enjoyed the food. You know, that's one thing that whenever I'm looking at vacations, that's one of the top priorities I'm looking at, you know, hence why we enjoy going to Spain and, 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 and going to, you know, several destinations where the food of that culture is, is held in very high esteem. So, so if you're worried about food, especially if you take a carnival boat, have no fear. Um, there are outstanding options for you to have. Um, and the service, uh, uh, you know, those, those waiters and waitresses and servers, uh, they work super, super hard about making sure that you get your food on time and get it at a high quality. Probably the only other people that work harder than them on the boat are your stewards that, that, that cl- clean your cabins on a daily basis. So, so if you enjoy food, you know, go book you a carnival cruise. If you can find the breeze, uh, you know, please try to take that. I was, you know, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by everybody's service there on the boat. All right, so now for the ports of call. So again, we went to Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel. Um, honestly, we weren't planning to get off the boat a whole bunch, especially in Cozumel, just due to just due to how much you know crime and, and issues Mexico is having right now. That was our last stop, and we did end up getting off the boat um, just because you know we wanted to enjoy what little time we had, and we realized that we weren't actually getting dropped off at the downtown port so we were a little bit more you know sort of secluded 
So we knew it'd be a little bit safer, and we just stayed within the fences there of the of the protocol. And so um, the only negative I would say about Cozumel, you know, you know, just the little cruise ship area was that you know it, it was that was probably our, our worst day weather wise. It was raining off and on, and so my son, you know, he was getting soaked. We were getting soaked. Uh, but besides that, it probably had the best shopping of any of the uh, um, cruise destinations. You know. W- without getting out of the actual cruise ship area. Um, was able to find s- some good uh, deals on liquor there, uh, find some good little artisanal shops, you know. Besides that, you know, it's just like any other cruise port that you're ever going to visit. Uh, Belize. Belize was probably the one where I, I was probably the least pleased with just because, A, that's probably where people, are, you know, that's where they're going to hit you up the most. They're they're trying to get your business to go on these excursions or get your hair braided or come into their shop or whatever else. So I mean, they are really trying to get your business, and it's hard to walk you know five yards in any direction without getting you know bothered by somebody. Um, that and the cruise port is you know it's not near as as beautiful as some of the other cruise destinations out there. And all the excursions are, you know, an hour minimum drive away. And so it really makes it hard for you to to really go and do an excursion and sort of make your time, you know, count because you're going to spend a good portion of that day just traveling back and forth. So uh, we did not do an excursion in um, Cozumel, nor did we do one in Belize, you know, Cozumel due to the, you know, potential issues outside of that area. And uh, Belize just due to the fact that we'd have to, you know, transfer so long. But Roatan, I, you know, I really enjoyed Roatan. I like to get off the beaten path, and Roatan is definitely that. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, Roatan is a island off the coast of Honduras. Uh, I want to say about twenty to forty miles off the coast. So you know, the majority of their goods are shipped in there. You know, there's only so much that they grow or raise there on the island. Um, but it it has a, a small sort of village feel. Um, I, I want to say that we passed by the, the only two fast food restaurants there um, on the island, uh, which weren't too far away from the port. And one was a pizza inn, and I, th- I believe the other one was a chicken place. And so, and that really was it. You know, besides that, the majority of people lived outside the city, you know, small little areas, you know, rural areas or you know, near the beach or whatever else. Um, so I enjoyed it. I would definitely go back and I would love to go back and, you know, sort of check out the area, which, um, they said that crime rate is, is fairly low on the islands. Really the only issue there that they have is just, uh, uh, thieves and, you know, and not that you, you know, get into this issue, but, you know, drug use is, is a big deal there. But besides that, you can walk around, you know, ride a bike, whatever else. And it's pretty safe place to be. Now the roads were not the best quality. So even though our ride to our excursion was only about 40, 45 minutes away, it was quite a bumpy road, but they are, um, sort of modifying infrastructure and trying to improve it there. Besides that, our excursion. So we went to Gumbaliba park, which is a zoological park there, um, right near the beach. And so we were able to go through and see monkeys and iguanas and uh, uh, parrots and birds and, I mean, ants and all different types of wildlife there. But the main draw that, that, you know, 
made us want to do that excursion is is our kids they love animals and on this excursion you could actually interact with the monkeys and the birds and so my daughter my son and my wife got to take pictures with you know parrots and and um and macaws on their shoulders and arms and then all of us took pictures they have an area over there where they have white capuchin faced monkeys or white faced capuchin monkeys where they'll um They'll feed them as they're on your shoulder, on your head, or on your arm, and that was definitely the highlight of the trip for my for for my son, and probably the you know one of the funnest moments for my daughter as well. Um, you know, just seeing all these monkeys get that close to you and jump up on you, and we probably had the the nicest and the youngest of the monkeys uh, that were bouncing around that day uh, interact with us, and so um, so that was really really cool, you know. Not a lot of people get to say that, you know, that they've had, a, you know, monkeys jumping from shoulder to their arms, their head, and, you know, and just sort of going all over their body. And, and, and they are trained there, and so you don't really have to worry about, you know, safety issues as long as you use common sense and, you know, don't scream or make any, you know, sudden, you know, uh, threatening movements or whatever else. Um, and it's a really, really cool experience. And then afterwards, they have a little restaurant there you can buy tickets uh or tickets you buy pictures from the photographer of your experience though i gotta say our pictures were just as good a quality if not better and then they have a beach there so you can go depending on what time you got slotted to go to the park there's a beach there you can go down and swim or or play on or whatever else but our our arrival time to the park was so late in the day that by the time we were done we literally had to catch the last bus to make it back to the port on time so if you end up going to Rotan, definitely uh, check out Gumbaliba Park, the interacting with the birds and monkeys. So cruising. Um, again, I mentioned that we've been on several before. We've gone anywhere from, um, from Mexico to now Honduras and Belize to Bahamas um, to Key West. And I want to say that's it of the destinations that I've been on. My my wife and my in-laws have been to much more uh, uh, destinations. And then, want to go outside? Sorry about that, guys. My my dogs wanting to go outside and play around. But um, but besides that, the other great thing is you have so many places that you can sail out of. You know, we have Galveston very very close, less than an hour away. But you have New Orleans, you have Florida, you have New York City, um, you have you know, several places in California, you have Seattle, you know, and that's just domestically. Uh, if you want to get adventurous, you can definitely you know go over and, and take a Mediterranean cruise out of, out of Barcelona, or um, or take a um, take a cruise of, of northern Europe, you know, out of Norway or Sweden. So there's a lot of different options. So depending on, on, you know, what your interests are of, you know, either activities or seeing, uh, you know, specific sites, you know, definitely, you know, check out the options. Uh, me personally, I tend to be a, a beach or a mountain guy. So staying in the Caribbean and or maybe one day going up to uh, going up to Seattle and taking an Alaskan cruise, those would be right up my, my alley. Uh, though I do want to take, uh, at some point, I, I want to take a European river cruise or maybe even a northern European cruise, you know, up there, Norway, Finland, Sweden, everything else. Um, but um, but definitely check out cruises. If you're a person that either, you know, doesn't vacation or 
uh, a whole bunch or or maybe you're just sort of getting tired of doing the same beach house or whatever else and you've never done a cruise before you know check it out uh one thing that sort of led us to taking this carnival cruise is we got a really really good deal um on this cruise we were able to get a, uh, a balcony room uh right next to our in-laws um that you know we we only paid just a very very small fraction more for compared to a cabin room um you know that has no windows to the outdoors or anything else and and so um you know as long as you're you know as long as you're trying to you know search out the deals you can really find some amazing deals on uh cruises to great destinations now ports of call you know galveston we love due to its proximity but you know i'm a big new orleans fan and there's a lot of good destinations that go out of new orleans um so the great thing about sailing out of there is you have the option go a couple days early or stay a couple late days late and go to new orleans you know we love new orleans love the food love the culture you know i always tell people it's probably the the most european-esque city that we have here in the states um and so you can really go there and sort of let loose and have a good time um so i hope you all enjoyed this this short brief i wanted to get it out there um episode of about our cruise with uh with the carnival breeze the one last thing that i will mention is so the thing that sort of changed my mind on cruises and i i've said this several times throughout the podcast is the service provided to us by the workers there to give give you guys an idea my daughter she went to a uh she went to one of the shows earlier in in, in the cruise and got to uh got to dance alongside of one of the cast members there you know one of the people who perform and sing and dance uh during these shows and this dancer i believe her name was stacy she went out of her way to really make my daughter's trip everything and more than what she wanted so she asked for our cabin number we gave it to her and um by the end of the trip my daughter had received chocolate covered strawberries she'd received a signed picture of all the cast uh or she received a picture of the cast but it was signed by stacy uh she also received a carnival cruise trophy a little miniature trophy and i want to say maybe even received something else as well there may be in a fourth item and so she was able to develop this relationship with stacy the uh cast member and was able later on through the kids club to be able to go up there and dance and she even got shot at one point they had almost like a dance circle you know almost like uh um, oh my gosh i can't even think of the show that used to be on tv or uh soul train where where they'd create the dance line you know and the people at the back of the line would would slowly dance down and everything else and the kids were doing it my daughter got shy and what happens? Stacy goes over there and holds her hand and gets her to at least run across the stage and and spin or twirl or, or something. And there was a lot of there was a lot of times where we had these little individual experiences from the staff there that really made the trip uh, what it was. And you know, sort of forever changed my thought on cruises. I will definitely be uh, you know doing a carnival cruise at some point again just due to how much fun we had as a family the ease at which we were able to 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 do this trip 
and then the enjoyment that, that everybody got out of it. So, uh, so check out Carnival Cruises. If you like it, hit me up on Twitter, hit, hit me up on Facebook. You know, uh, if you're on the Anchor app, reply back to, uh, reply back to my profile and I will definitely answer any questions or you can share your, your, uh, personal carnival uh, moments there too. So, so signing off, uh, next podcast. So this is podcast eight. Next podcast, number nine, is going to be about Montana. We went up to our friends, the U-Haws house in Billings. Uh, actually, we didn't stay there long, but we ended up going to Red Lodge, which is about an hour and a half outside of Billings, just right on the edge of Yellowstone uh, Park, and stayed there in a cabin for three or four days. We explored Yellowstone, and then uh, spent a little bit of time back at their house right before we had to leave. So that'll be all podcasts number nine. So stay tuned. Adios, guys.